and he gets into this thing and they made it look so real. And what I loved about this movie yeah. is they stuck to the facts. So many movies like Transformers drive me crazy with these CGI fighter jets that have nothing to do with real life aerodynamic and, you know, the law of gravity and just how fighter pilots operate. And I love this movie. John and I both, we love fighter, we love fighter jets. It's just cool. And they really stuck to just uh, the, the tactics of it, uh, real weaponry that they use, uh, Top Gun School, what you could really expect from a new sixth-generation fighter jet. And Tom Cruise, I don't want to give too much away, but that, fi- that test pilot scene was really cool. And all I'm going to say is, where am I? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Everyone is Cancelled. I'm your host, Dylan Randall, and I have with me Mr. Captain John Morgan from the East Coast. Yo, yo. How you doing, man? I'm good. So since this week, America is canceled, apparently, because uh, Joe Biden is not responsible for inflation, soaring gas prices, a world war that's about to happen, (laughs) baby formula shortage, uh, border crisis, and uh, his answer to that is that we shouldn't be able to protect ourselves. So since America is apparently canceled... We thought we would uh, talk about a great American classic, Top Gun. Top Gun Maverick released in theaters uh, mid-2022. Tom Cruise. It is the sequel to the 80s classic Top Gun, where Tom Cruise plays uh, Maverick, one of the best pilots in the world, and flies F-14 Tomcats in the original Top Gun in a school called... uh, it's nicknamed Top Gun, but what was the actual name? It was something like a Fighter. What was the name of that it actual was school? The, uh, uh, Naval Naval Attack Training or Naval Aeronautic United States Navy Strike Fighter Tactics Instructor Program. There, there we go. go. There we go. It's basically the top one percent of the pilots. It's a real program. Top. One percent of the U.S. fighter pilots go to the school, Top Gun School, eight weeks, I believe it is, and train to become even better at dogfighting, basically training them with their weapon systems, navigation, all that good stuff. And the best of the best become the better of the best. (laughs) uh, Yeah, right. It's a really good movie. The original had Val Kilmer, Iceman, and uh, Maverick going head-to-head, basically the top two pilots in this school, and it was really good. Well, we got the sequel we never thought we'd see. What, 30, 30 years later? Almost 40 years later? Just a, just about. And uh, Tom Cruise is back, looking the exact same as he did well, in the original Top Gun. It, if, you, if you look at him, you can definitely see how he's aged. Like, he has put years on. But yeah, he if from a distance, you'd never know. He looks like he's 10 years older. Yeah. Like, realistically, he looks like somebody who's 10 years older who took care of themselves. Yeah, when you look at Kelly McGillis, who looks like somebody's grandma, you know. (laughs) They had to get a new female lead because, I mean, I read that she said herself. She said herself. Apparently, uh, before we get into that, this show is fictional. It's not real. Do not listen to us. 
Listen to your doctor and obey the laws in your country. If your doctor approves, go fuck yourself. Apparently, she said uh, that she was too old and fat to be in the new Top Gun when she was asked why she wasn't in it. At least she's being honest. At least she's being honest. Poor Val Kilmer, I believe, has been suffering from some form of throat cancer. And uh, they still found a way to fit him into the film. I was really impressed yeah. with that. I've been following Val. I like him as an actor. He was, I think he was one of the best Batmans ever. And if not the yeah, best, he was pretty good. I liked him. He might be my personal favorite. And I know you're all thinking Christian Bell, Ben Affleck, but I liked Val Kilmer as Batman. He brought ben a different Affleck's aesthetic. A terrible Batman. You know, he fits, he fits Batman on paper, but there's just something there that's not satisfying about it. You know what I mean? He's got the height profile. He, he looks yeah. the part, but there's just something there. Um, not the worst, not the best. But Val Kilmer played a small part. He was back. Uh, Tom Cruise looks amazing. I don't know how he stays in such good shape. And he's there playing football with the guys on the beach. Just an athlete as ever before. Yeah. And apparently they used real F-18s, uh, this movie, yep. to make the movie. And it was just yeah. fascinating to watch. John told me it was the best sequel he's ever seen. I agree. I think it's the best sequel that I've ever seen uh, in the action genre. Yeah. I'm no Roger Ebert. I'm not a uh, like a professional movie critic. I did some movie reviews for a paper in college, like a, a newspaper. Um, but I'm I'm not a. I'm also not your average. I've watched a lot of movies, so um, so I'm not like a like a great reviewer. But I'm 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 not Joe Schmo either. Um, and this this was I always say arguably because there's, there's some great sequels out there. I'm not going to say this is the greatest movie of all time, but this is arguably the greatest sequel of, of all time, um, simply for how well it tied in um, the the, uh, the first movie, um, highlighting uh, the most important parts of it uh, to generate a, a solid storyline for the second movie. Because I, honestly, I don't think uh, a sequel is meant to be a standalone movie. I think when you look at the when you look at modern day sequels, um, whether it be you know Marvel movies or um, even Lord of the Rings, I think didn't build as well off of the other ones as it could have. Sure, character development, the characters were the same, the actors were the same. You know, applaud. Um, I think that's one of the things that you know the DC movie franchise suffer, suffers from is the uh, the, um, the the change of actors between movies. But um, yeah, this yeah, one hundred percent. You have to see this movie in the theater. Like if you want to watch it, you know, at home, that's great. Uh, this is one of those movies that you're going to miss out if you don't see it on the big screen, IMAX in particular. Because I don't know if, did you see it in IMAX? No, negative. Oh, yeah. Because I noticed when um, in the opening credits, like the, the, uh, when when it was going through the producers, when it said Jerry Bruckheimer, like part of Bruckheimer was cut off at the bottom. Mm. So, um, so I knew that I wasn't seeing the entire I mean, you'd never know, you know, because you, you would. It's like watching, um, it's like watching a movie not in widescreen, right? You watch it in full screen. You'd never know until you saw the movie in widescreen. Um, but yeah, if you can see it in IMAX, that's the way to do it. Otherwise, go see it in the theater. 
because it, it it is uh, it is brilliant. Yeah, it is. I pretty much agree with everything you said, except Lord of the Rings. That's my favorite trilogy of all time. I loved the sequels. I love the movie. It's actually one of the movies. I'm surprised you said that. I actually really see the Lord of the Rings as such a strong uh, sequel-based trilogy. Like the way that he was able to keep the consistency. I believe they shot all three films in New Zealand back to back. They were there for like what two or three years. And I think oh longer than that. I think what yeah. I appreciate about that trilogy is that it was such a, con- a continuum because they stayed there to do it. They didn't wait for the movie to be successful, see if it was successful, let everybody get hooked on cocaine, allegedly, and then come back to try to make the money grab sequel, right? They just did it back to back to back, as far as I know, and they didn't deviate, and I really appreciate Mm -hmm. that about that uh, film trilogy. Hobbit, different story. I still appreciate it, but different story there. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. One of the things that's important about... about, um, about the Lord of the Rings trilogy and, and how they shot it was, you know, doing it back to back like that allow the actors to maintain some bit of age. Um, you know, one of the biggest problems, which is probably the reason they're going into their final season now. Stranger of, uh, Things. Stranger, I already know that all the things. memes are coming out right now about Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because, because <laughs> like... You know, Will, oh my word, he's like... He's 40-year-old man. Kid clothes, but yeah, dude, he's like, he's got to... He's old. He's old. When did he become and older he, than us? I don't know. But he did. He managed it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I don't care how how much of a bull haircut they put on that kid. Like, you you just can't make him look young. A bull and, cut on you know, a 40-year-old. Even a rider looks... Is a little scary. looking... Yeah, she's looking pretty old. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was. It is important to if you're gonna do sequels like that, or you know, in the grand scheme of Top Gun, just the way they wrote the script, you know, it just worked out that way. Um, him him starting out as a test pilot is a great, um, great way to break into you know where are they now, you know what have they been doing? Can we talk about that pilot scene, dude? When I saw him riding into that. Uh, authorized access only lethal use of force <laughs> uh, gate I'm like oh he, he he's a test pilot he's testing new shit and then they show yeah. something that really looks like something that would be uh, because they are working uh, on a sixth generation fighter jet they, they, yeah. apparently he had his first test flight recently as far as I know I could be wrong about that but sixth generation is like really out there it's like star wars technology based on what they're talking about and he gets into this thing and they made it look so real and what i loved about this movie yeah. is they stuck to the facts so many movies like transformers drive me crazy with these cgi fighter jets that have nothing to do with real life aerodynamic and you know the law of gravity and just how fighter pilots operate and i love this movie john and i both we love fighter we love fighter jets it's just cool and they really yep. stuck to just uh, the, the tactics of it, uh, real weaponry that they use, uh, Top Gun School, what you could really expect from a new sixth-generation fighter jet. And Tom Cruise, yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but that fi- that test pilot scene was really cool. And all I'm yeah, going to say really cool. is, where am I? <laughs> yeah. 
Should we do a spoiler it. spoiler alert so that we can uh, talk about this stuff? Yeah. So, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, I would stop here, go see it, and listen to the best co- podcast in the world, which is this. Um, because yeah, we're going right. to I think we should get into the, what happened in the actual movie. Yeah, we should. Yep. So, spoiler 100%. alert. Uh, if you want it to be ruined, or if you want to hear the best version possible of Top Gun before you see it, go ahead and listen. But you've been warned. So, right. the fighter pilot scene, <laughs> he hits 10 Gs, everything's fine. He's like, just a little yeah. bit more. And then the thing blows up. Come on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I want to it know was a how really he blew his cool pit. scene. How do you how do you eject out of a plane at ten Gs? Well, that was kind of what I was wondering too. Like, because the, the plane started burning up, and all of a sudden he like ejected. If you eject at ten Gs, you're just you're bugging a windshield, man. Like, like clearly, clearly there was some technology in the cockpit that was protecting him from from G forces. Yeah, because because he wasn't, you know, there was no no um, physical um, deterioration on his face from doing ten Gs. Like you watch astronauts and they're doing like like seven or eight Gs. Well, he was like, going you know, their skin 10. is like that's coming the coming off their face. Yeah, so he you wasn't know. doing 10 Gs. He was doing Mach 10. So Mach 10 well, is Mach 10. 10 times the speed of sound. I might have said Gs. Right. So he was doing Mach 10 in this fighter pilot. Still, uh, though. Fighter jet. I don't care. As long like, as you're going straight and you're not pulling any gravitation. Yeah, like, but as soon as it burns up, like it starts to go down. That's the question. So, and that's why I bring it up. How did you? How did he escape? I hatch? gave it up to uh, <laughs> suspe- suspended disbelief. It's yeah. just part of the movie. He did yeah. have a pretty advanced suit. Um, yeah, it was in a space suit. Right, it was so, a space suit. Who knows he what was they in did? Space. He did the uh, the Red Bull jump there from space. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, you know, maybe because he was above the atmosphere, there weren't that many G's. Right, gravity is reduced. Right, know? I don't know. Because if you think about it, in the 1960s and even in the 50s, uh, they had the X program where they took the X-12, I think it was which is a rocket-based fighter ship. And they would launch these things off of the wings. Um, like Neil Armstrong was a part of this program. It was like the X-12, and they would attach these rocket ships onto the wings of airplanes, these carriers, and they would fly them up, and then they would release them with Neil Armstrong inside of one of these things, and then they'd turn the, the mm. rocket on, and they'd fly straight up. And those things went really 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 fast man like thousands of miles yeah. an hour thousands plural and they'd go up and touch the atmosphere they'd, they'd really get up there and they'd see the darkness of space and they'd come back down so some of this technology is real and i it reminds me of our ufo episode with the department of defense having the secret meetings with the senators and the yep. defense committee the, the intelligence committee they talked to them about some of this technology i'm guessing Right. So it's yeah, really cool stuff. Sure. I loved that scene. Then he gets sent back and, to Top uh, Gun. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise is an accomplished pilot. He like, is. He's he's no joke. That that Mustang in the movie, that's his plane. Like he he owns that plane. Really? You you confirm you know, so, that. Yeah. You know yeah, that, that I guess his, that. His that is his Mustang. So um so he's no joke. And that's so I'm cool. sure he's fairly familiar with uh, the world of fighter fighter jets and fighter pilots, such that 
he may have gotten you know just a glimpse of what they're doing and then just embellished on it he uh, he really wanted to fly an f-18 for that movie i heard he was Bad. like you guys need to get me an f-18 they're like we can't do that it's a military aircraft get me the f-18 <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah it was cool to see him back in the tomcat though that yeah, 14 dude at the so there's a lot of good movies out there but if the ending sucks you forget it all looking at you That's game right. of thrones yeah right I, that, that whole that whole that whole show was ruined for me with the one of the worst possibly the worst ending of any great show I've ever seen to where it ruined the whole show. I think show. it is. It is the it is the worst ending ever. Yeah. That guy that guy really screwed the pooch there. So yep, big time. What separated Top Gun Maverick was the ending. Dude. So yep. Tom Cruise gets shot down, right? They yep. they have a minute and a half to complete this mission to take out this nuclear base that it's very obviously the Russians are building. They didn't name them right. explicitly, but they, the Russians had the Su-57 fifth-generation fighter jet there. If you don't know what it is, look See, it I up. thought it was Iranian, and they were just had uh, Russian jets. You know, no, yeah. Russia. Russia's the only one who has the Su-57s right now, and they only have a few of them because it's bankrupting them to make it, so they put a hold on the right. program. But a few do st- <laughs> yep. still exist. Um, they look similar to the F-22 Raptor fifth-generation U.S. fighter jet that we have. Yep. And they deployed them in the movie, and it was awesome. They looked so real. I love it that they didn't just make yeah. up a new jet to represent yep. a, a fake bad guy because China's canceling all these movies because you can't talk about China now. Apparently, right. the Taiwanese flag was removed from Top Gun uh, so that it could be played in China. Really? Fun fact there. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. whatever. But I, I'm glad that at least they had the cojones to put Russian jets in there. You know, yeah, that's cool. It reminded Who me of... Care? Probably he's proud. Yeah. yeah they're, they're cool. Oh, those are Russian jets. Su-57 is a cool jet. So they have a minute and a half to take out this base. It's an impossible mission. They have to pull over 10 Gs to get out of this valley for this impossible Death Star-like Star Wars mission. Yeah. And uh, it really reminded Michaela <laughs> totally of that. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Michaela even said, I have respect for Star Wars now because... They didn't really show how hard it is to do what they did in the Star Wars movie, but she said watching Top Gun Maverick really gives me for respect for what they did. I used in Star to shoot Womp Rats with my T eighteen. <laughs> oh, John, I don't know if people are ever going insta- to understand your Star Wars nerdum. But no. anyways, Somebody Captain will. Picard, Star Wars. Make sure you watch it out. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf played Captain Picard. Believe it or not. In Star Wars. So, <laughs> accompanied by Dumbledore. <laughs> oh, man. You, you know, there's like, I think there's a like a Gandalf Instagram filter out there. Oh, really? That makes you look and sound like Gandalf. Oh, you sent me a video of that the other day. That cracked me up. Yeah, man. like I thought that was actually Ian McClellan. Like, I did too. His legs, I he was just his legs are super. Like my son to another buddy, and he was like, "Well, I don't. I think it's a filter, man." And I'm like, "No way." He's like, "Unless he's got some really young looking legs." And I'm like, "I went back and looked, and I was like, no, that's a filter. I want that filter." Oh man, that's a lot of human growth hormone right there. <laughs> yeah. Looking right. at you, Tom Cruise. Allegedly, it's not oh, real. The show's yeah, fake. Yeah, well, he's a Scientologist, so he's probably doing some funky stuff anyway. Dude, know? honestly, if I were him, and I could almost guarantee, I would be doing human growth hormone testosterone. Like, at that age, why not? 
Yeah. You know, be healthy. Dr. Mark Gordon has a great uh, bit on how healthy human growth hormone could be. Had him on my show. Look him up. Listen to it. Great episode. Yeah. So can be. It's uh. So he gets shot down from the uh, anti-aircraft missiles. And um, well, saving his, saving uh, his saving little buddy, Goose's son. Yep. Yep. And then Goose's son <laughs> heads out at the instruction of Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise is stranded. So he's stranded in. What looks like to be like Russia, Siberia, who knows? And he's about yeah. to get shot down by a Russian helicopter. And Goose comes by to shot save down, the day. you mean like obliterated that the gun on that? That was like I don't know what caliber machine gun is on there. I want to say it's near fifty cal. Oh, it's intense. Like those are, those attack helicopters. They're not firing kid rounds. It's not like they're firing, you know, light machine gun rounds. Those are either those are either. 30 caliber bullets or 50 caliber bullets? I believe it's the Mi helicopter. M-I. M-I, yeah. Like the Mi-31, Mi-17. Yeah. Mi, uh, Mil-Mi-24. You know, it was a Mil-Mi-24 is what it was. 24, 25, 35. Yeah. That thing has so many armaments on it. It's, like you, That thing could take down small armies. Yeah, they're intense. If you've seen Rambo, you know what we're talking about as well. Yeah, that's right. So it's only like he could hit that with an RPG, the most inaccurate rocket launcher oh, on the planet. So Goose's son takes it out, takes out the helicopter, and then he gets shot down by anti-aircraft missiles. And I love the scene where Tom Cruise and him meet each other, and you think it's going to be all warm and fuzzy, and Tom Cruise shoves him to the ground. What were you thinking? And he's like, "You told me not to think." <laughs> I love like, it. Oh wait, just, I did. He was just. Yeah, it was speechless. I was like, it's perfect. So now they're stuck in Siberia, wherever the fuck. And then they're like, well, we got to get out of here. And there was that F-14 Tomcat at the old air base that they blew up. And yep. they go and steal it. What a perfect yeah. what a perfect ending, dude. I know. And they're just, you know, it's just like, and it was total chaos, right? So I'm like, well, how oh, are they going to sneak in there? And it was, it was clear as day. It's like, they don't have to sneak. They're dressed like fighter pilots. <laughs> you can just walk right in. Everybody else is running around trying to put fires out. It makes total sense. You it could, does. You could just walk right in. You just tear your, you know, your flag patches off. And you yep. just walk in there. And he's like, "There's more guys." He's like, "Okay, run." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love how the whole movie they're talking about how an F-18 could never take out a Gen Five fighter jet, and then they take three, two out, two with, out, with, yeah. with an F-14. Which is like 80s guns. technology with guns. That was cool. Yeah, with guns. It was cool. Taking the first one out was... That was that was impressive. It was. The first one was... I was like, that's... That's ballsy. The effects they used in the movie, the way they replicated feeling G-force on the actors' faces, the way they took the time to show the Gs hitting the actors' yep. faces was so real and and the maneuvers they performed and it wasn't see everything yeah. cgi now they used real footage in yep what looked like my homeland of the desert of joshua tree very similar yeah. land and it was just so fun to watch and i'm really glad that they used uh what was that guy you look good and he's like no i am good what was his name yeah <laughs> the new ice i don't remember yeah, the new ice. We'll just man. call him the new ice man. And I was going to be disappointed nah, if deserves, they didn't use him. He deserves to be named. He was, he was good. He was good. Um, That's why he gets to be the new ice man. He gets to be Iceman Junior. We got Goose Junior and Iceman Junior. 
And he's got the blonde hair. They very clearly wanted to use him to replace the Iceman role. And I was going to be really disappointed if they didn't use him in the end. So when he came in to save the day with that third SU-57, I was super stoked to see that. Yeah. Because they, they needed that handshake scene between the Iceman and Maverick. Replicated. Now they got Iceman Jr. and Goose Jr. shaking hands at the end. Rooster. Rooster. This rooster. Yep. Rooster. Let's see. Uh, I liked the one thing I liked about it was most of the actors in there were like, you know, not. Um, like well-known actors. No, they weren't. You know. No. Omaha, Fritz. I think my favorite was Bob. Bob was great. Hangman. That's who he was. Hangman. Yep. Yeah, Glenn Powell as Lieutenant Jake Hangman. Yep. Yep. So it was fun to see. It was a good movie. I'd say uh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Out of the park. Yeah. It's one of those summer feel-good movies, you know? I was looking back on it. I haven't been to a theater in about 10 years. Yeah, me neither. It's been a long time. Which goes to say I think the last movie I saw in the theater was, was, was uh, The Last Star Wars. Mm. Uh, whenever that came out, a couple years ago. Maybe. Mm. Speaking of Star Wars, have you seen Kenobi yet? Yep. I'm, I haven't watched um, the most recent episode. Me neither. That's exactly where we stopped as well, episode four. Yeah. It's really the, good. Oh, my word. Well, continuing spoilers. Continuing like spoilers. Spoiler this whole thing's just yeah. one big spoiler. This the show's really good. Spoiler. But yeah. they've just inserted too much PC crap in there. You can already see it. It's just PC. And uh, yeah. You think? I, yeah. I, mean, I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, there's PC undertones in it. And um, maybe we could save that for another episode. But yeah. You know, it's touchy subjects, but I, I, I love the show overall. I'm really happy with it. The cast is good. Yeah, the fight with Vader was like out was outstanding. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was really, really well done. And um and when I talk about PC undertones, it's really what they're doing with uh, Disney's just taking this stance with everything right now. So some are easier to see than others. And it's not so clear in Kenobi, but you just feel it and there's some we could get into it in another episode, but what I want to focus on is how good the show is. It's really nice to see Ewan McGregor back in the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he's awesome, Obi-Wan. Such, he's, he really is awesome. A lot of people like the original, like a, but I think he's the yeah, best. Casting just nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. I was disappointed to see that Sith Grand in, in, Inquisitor taken out so early. He was, he was a captivating character. He was interesting for sure. I I um I kind of I kind of was and I kind of wasn't. I I don't know. That I, was Michaela and I's uh interpretation of him. His it, he was cool on the book, but the actor didn't have a certain grit Clint Eastwood grit to him that he needed. Yeah. Like uh, if he was the, like the grand inquisitor. Ernest. Knock it off. 
my guinea pig is chewing at his table. Um, he didn't have he didn't have that Vader-esque thing that I would have expected from somebody else. Like if he would have known um, Riva's intentions, yeah. if he was that strong in the Force, he would have seen that coming miles away. Right. That's where they. That's where either, it pissed me either off. Either that, or she's way stronger in the Force than we've been led to believe. I think they're kind of going there with that. They're saying she has a beef with Kenobi, and right when he started needlessly uh, calling her filth, I could see. Okay, she's gonna kill him because you can't talk to her that way. And I see they're gonna make an example of this guy now. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. right when he started calling her filth and she came from the gutter, I'm like, okay, I see what they're saying. She's good, he's bad, she's gonna kill him. I get it. And it's like, why did you waste such a good character to needlessly say that? It didn't even fit. It was a forced line. They did it to purposely be upsetting so that she could kill him. And it's like, is that the answer we have now to people saying you live in the gutter, you just kill him? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, that, but that's a, again, that's a, a Sith for you, too. You can't make a direct, because that's, you know, the history of the Sith was there's only one one Sith Lord and one apprentice. There's only ever two. So to have these like inquisitor groups, like they would literally be like eating each other alive because that's just the way it is. There can be only two. It's like Lord of the Rings. It's 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 the same ranking system as the orcs. It's fascism. It's power right. by might, right by might. Yep. Right. So if you're stronger then you deserve to be able to kill your leader because you're stronger. But the way it was done was right. just in poor taste. It, there was no story to it. They underplayed the Grand no. Inquisitor. I think she's boring. I just am so bored by her character. She's just not captivating to me. I think... Yeah, I don't like her character either. She's too clean. Yeah. It, like she's, just, too clean, she's too clean looking. It feels like forced. No, like usually they come with... The, especially the Inquisitors usually came with some kind of mask or armor adornment or... Like they were messed up. Yeah, they, like they didn't come through the Inquisitor program um, as flawlessly as she has. Right. Like, you don't do that. Like I don't. I don't. I played the um, the uh, the the what was that game? Um, the Je- the Last Jedi game. And um, I know some people had a hard time playing it because it was the same actors in Shameless, and that kind of ruined it for him because mm. it just looked like the kid from Shameless. But um, but yeah, there's there's no way that somebody comes out of that program as 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 clear skinned as she is. Yeah, and the Sith, their, just, their skin is supposed to be messed up. Like they're supposed to look kind of like death. Yeah. Like the top two guys, they were very pale. They they yeah. looked like it just kind of like the death. Life out of you. It sucks the life out of you, and their eyes are kind of embered. And she just looked yeah. normal. Like she looked like a Jedi. Yeah. She didn't look like a Sith. Exactly. To me. Exactly. Which is where they may be going with this. That's where I think um, they're going. I think she's going to turn yeah. good. I think Obi Wan Kenobi's going to turn her good. Right. And whatever. I mean, right. the, the good on what the I whatever. I mean, the, Star Wars has always been a redemption story. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense that they would you know keep some of that alive. I but want to see a Vader doing, show. Then, then her appearance is a dead giveaway. It is. It's it, the show's telling too much, and there's. I, I really think there's undertones in it that are 
leaping outside of George Lucas, George Lucas's vision uh, for what Star Wars yeah. is supposed to be. I think uh, John Favreau did an amazing job on The Mandalorian. An amazing mm-hmm. job on The Mandalorian. And I, he is he directing this? I didn't catch it. I don't think he is. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't I seen the credits. Yeah, it's not directed by him. So, And I could just tell by the directing style. Yeah. I don't know if it's written by him, but I know it's not directed by him. But, anyways, Kenobi, would you say it's worth watching? Yes. Yeah, 100% worth watching. I would, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think... 100%. I, I really want to see them expand on Darth Vader. I, I'm ready for them to have a Vader show. Yeah, I, I don't know that they will. Um, and they, they, I suppose they might, but his uh, Vader's character is really kind of already been told um his time on i mean they could they've there's a a vr game that kind of uh goes through his time on mustafar Mm -hmm. because he is like tied to that place now as being the place where obi-wan cut him down and Mm -hmm. it's a place of power for him he built a palace there so there's a you know there's a vr game that kind of goes through, you know, what you know what he's been up to, um, in his time on Mustafar. Interesting. Um, really looking for a way to bring Padme back. You know, that was his whole thing. Hmm. And I think that was part of his his salvation was coming to the realization that uh, it's all just a big lie. Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't say that his story's been told in the mainstream. I I think there's a lot to learn about him. As far as people who just watch the movies and maybe like the main shows like The Mandalorian, I think there's a lot to offer. I did read a bit of the book back in the day, The Glove of Darth Vader, I think it was called. And, Uh you know, they had a lot of books going into his history. And if you watched The Clone Wars, they touched on him as well. But a lot of people haven't. And I'd really like to see a live action, not animated, for those who don't know, a live-action, dedicated show for those who are willing to be upset. You know, you don't watch Vader to feel good. You, you watch Vader right. to feel something real and uh, to yeah, feel that's pain. That's why I don't think Disney can do it. Disney can't do it. Yeah, especially in this climate. It's not. No. It's just not viable. Just where they are, you know. Yeah, I think the Mandalorian is the closest they're able to come to that right now. Yeah. Which is more anti-hero, Clint Eastwood, Wild West thriller. Yeah, Boba Fett was really lame. I couldn't get through it. I got through like an episode or two, and Michaela and I just, we haven't been able to get through it. Yeah, it's tough because it's lame. Yeah, it is lame. Boba Fett's just, he doesn't have that same wild, the actor doesn't do it for me. He's not horrible, but he, he is not the Boba Fett of the original movies that came out in the 70s. That Boba Fett right. had hardly any lines. He had a few, but he had hardly any lines. But there was a Wild West uh, feel to the guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I am interested if they do a second season, but um, just because I think that, you know, that the, all the backstory is there. They can really embark on some good, some good Boba Fett. But. Yeah. Yeah. 
I really want to see like another Rogue One spinoff. Mm. Rogue One was uh, my favorite of all the yep. movies. I think it's the, for the best the the best Star Wars movie um, since the uh, since the uh, the final trilogy came out. Yeah. Yeah. Net time frame. Last one I want to touch on is the Halo show. I haven't seen it, but it's apparently it. it has the worst reviews ever. It is like the worst nope. adaption adaptation yep. of Halo ever. And re- what's really really re- sick is you remember the uh, we're talking about Halo the video game Master Chief. For those who don't know, I'm sure everybody here knows of it now. So they were going to make a show of it, and they did. But before that, they were going. They had Peter Jackson, the guy who made Lord of the Rings and Hobbit in line to make a Halo movie. And he put out some test footage that they ended up using uh, for promotion for, I believe it was Halo Reach. Do you remember those old promotion trailers? No. You, you have to go back and look it up. I encourage everyone to type in Halo Reach promotion trailer. It's where this lady's carrying a bomb to go into this alien ship. And uh, she's going through this battlefield. She's a Spartan woman. And she gets shot down. And another Spartan with a jetpack walks up to her, takes it, and flies into the ship. And it's just so cool. And Peter Jackson's movie was going to be in line with this style of filming. It was raw. It was gritty. It had something to do with the story. And then they come in, they scrap it all, and they make the worst show ever made. Terrible. Terrible. It is so I, bad I refuse that to I won't it. even watch yeah, it. Yeah, no. It, it, if a nope. show is so bad that you know it's the worst before you even watch it, like people yeah. are warning you not to waste your time on it. They're warning you. <laughs> right. Yeah, like he uh, takes his helmet off all the time. Um, he has a love scene. Um, he's wearing Mark Six armor. Like, like he should be wearing Mark Four armor. Mm-hmm. And whatever, I just those three things alone ruin what Master Chief is—the embodiment of Master Chief. Yeah. Like in the Spartan program, is supposed to drive all. Um, interpersonal connections out of you. Very much like a Jedi. There's no way they. There's no way that he would be able to have that kind of a romantic no. relationship. No. It's been. It's been. He has been deprogrammed from being able to do that. The show like the focuses on drama. Is with, is with Cortana. Yeah. Well, that's intellectual. They, they focus. The show focuses on Master right. Chief. Oh, poor me. I'm this robot man, but I'm going to love too. And then they focus on the sideline character, which is totally uninteresting. It has nothing to do with the Halo universe. And then they deviate from the storyline of Halo. They totally Hollywood it up. They say, yeah, we don't want to take the time to learn about the game and what made that great. We're just going to slap this together, make a slapstick film, and call it a day. And they made the worst piece of poop that has ever been made. That even the dung beetles won't touch it. That's right. They won't even roll. I wish they would roll it away. I wish they would roll it but, away too. <laughs> but they, they, the dung beetles are completely uninterested. Yeah, it's, it's beneath them. I saw an interview with uh, one of the creators of Halo, who works at um, Microsoft now. And before it came out, they, they were asking him in, in in the interview, since he saw a few of uh, the first episodes before release, and he's like, "What'd you think of it?" And he's sitting there, uh, and you hear, you just. Felt him swallow his pride. <laughs> it's it's good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, do I want to lose my job and be truthful, or do I want to keep my job yeah. and 
I don't know. Even if I, right. this is going to be hard to say. That was my impression as, of it. As for um, for video game um, successes, um, I I watched the uh, the most recent gameplay trailer from Bethesda of Starfield, and I am really excited really excited about that game. Really? Um, yeah. This is like it's gonna be it's gonna be tremendous i think if if the game falls in line with not only the uh, the graphics and textures and animations and ai um if it, everything falls in line with the way that they're advertising it it, it could be like game of the decade really what kind of game is it it's going to be a single player um, RPG role-playing game of uh, space exploration, um, building a colony, and uh, and just you know building a, your own ship, um, and then exploring the universe with over 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 a thousand different planets to visit. Wow! Single so it's player. not to the scale. Yeah, single player. There's no way that they could keep the frame rate with the graphics that they have and, and add multiplayer. Wow. Kind of the same way that, you know, Skyrim is beautiful, um, but Elder Scrolls Online is downgraded a little bit. Right. Um, you, you just can't. You just can't. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm actually okay with that. I'm, I'm good with uh, it being a single player game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, definitely on your radar. Starfield. Right on. Well, I think we've covered some good topics on this episode. I appreciate. Yeah, I had to end on a good note. I didn't want to end on Halo. No, no. There's your update. I hope you guys are having a great week, John. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and as always, I will see you next time on Everyone Is Canceled every Monday. Take care, folks. Adios. Bye bye. When did he become and older than us? I don't know. But he did. He managed it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I don't care how how much of a bull haircut they put on that kid. Like you you just can't make him look young.